Okay, one, two, three, ready, go. Five, four, three, two, one. One. You know them. You love them. Or maybe you don't know them at all. Well, this is Soundwaves TMI. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Soundwaves TMI. I'm Dennis Willis and I'm proud to share the virtual mic with two people who I actually haven't seen in the same space virtually or in person for quite some time. Chasta, Stephen Kirk, how you guys doing? Yeah, what's up with that? I've seen one of you. I've seen the other one of you. I've sat, but we haven't done this together for quite some time. Life's been kind of insane lately. It has been. Kirk, you go first. You, you yeah, have well, a- I mean, I'm if you uh, by the time you're seeing this, we will have been back. The the show is off its summer hiatus and uh, Soundways TV is back in action. Yep. Bigger and better than ever. Uh, however, you didn't see me up on the set because I'm in the middle of all kinds of stuff going on right now. Uh, my my wonder twins, uh, Lois and Christopher, just graduated from high school. So awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Chasta, you'll be there soon enough. I know. Don't remind me. (laughs) So, you know, we had the whole thing with the graduation and relatives coming into town and going to the the event. And it's just been kind of nonstop. And, you know, we got all the college preparation because they're both going to college in a couple of different places. One here in California, one all the way back in Wisconsin. So there's all that going on. It's it's been a whirlwind of just doing that sort of stuff. So I wasn't able to get away to come up and physically be on the show. So I ended up having to do some remote stuff from down here just so I could, uh, you know, keep my toe in the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, so first off, let's let get real for a second. I, ha- I have to understand because this is such a big deal. Like we can talk very like surface level about how busy you've been, all the things. It's exciting, all the parties and the graduation. But how do you feel like your children are about to whoosh leave the nest like what does that do to your insides (laughs) because it's uh, you know because it is part of it is the fact that they're they're going off and doing their thing and very proud of them and you know they've got high grades in school and they're going to do things they want to do and that's awesome but it it's one of those things where it does occur to you every once in a while that all of a sudden for the for the past 18 years with the exception of when i go up to san francisco for a couple of days or something i'm home my kids right. are home. My wife is home. The dog is home. Everybody's home, you know? Yeah. And in very short order, there's going to be a whole half of the house where there's not going to be anything going on. It's wild. Not going to be taking people to scouts or to band or this or that or the other thing. And it's just going to be me and the missus just, uh, you know, sitting in the, in the house looking at each other. You know? <laughs> And, and we and could just steal you a lot more too. Well, I mean, <laughs> I that, that's part of the part of the thing is trying to figure out what's next. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because it it is a thing. Because now all of a sudden, really, honestly, we are going to have a whole lot more time. It's not it's not the royal we anymore. It's just going to be the two of us in, hanging out in the house. So there's there's discussions going on about okay, now what? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's why I asked that question, because I think that's super real and and super relatable. And it's something that so many people go through and, and not everyone talks about because you spend your whole, you know, 18 year chunk um, and sometimes more really just solely focused on the life of the these little ones. Um, you know, and I'm only almost seven years into this, but so I can only imagine what you're going through. And Dennis, your kid is how old? Uh, 17. We're 17. one year, one year behind Steve, one year behind. So I, yeah, I can't imagine like it, but it just goes by so quickly. And then you get to the quote unquote end of this 
uh, first chapter of parenting because you're always a parent. Yeah. Like it's yep. not like that goes away, but that really like important piece. And then you're like, okay, so now what? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, bye. Like that's weird. It's just weird. Well, I will say Lois is having a little bit more of a, um, a culture shock issue with going away to school. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, is not necessarily having second thoughts, but she's she's feeling the pressure a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And and Vicky actually had to sit down and go, OK, so here's the deal. So you're going to go to college on this date, but you're only going to be there for X number of weeks before we're there for family orientation. And then it's just going to be a, like about a month after that, that you're going to come home for for Thanksgiving. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you be, and then, you know, a month after that, you come home for a whole month for Christmas break. So, you know, so just yeah. trying to mm-hmm. ease her into being gone for a while. Christopher, yeah. on the other hand, he's already got his bag packed and you got one foot out the door. You know, <laughs> he's like, bye. So suckers <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right i i mean it's wild to me that i moved away when i was 17 because hmm. i was really young whenever i graduated high school i was 17 and i didn't i didn't turn 18 until the summer before and i moved away to college and i'm like i'm not going to be ready for cody to leave hmm. at that ed. like there's no way my mom is like get the hell out and not really? because <laughs> she was brutal my mom is like the, i mean you guys know my mom is like the sweetest most wonderful oh, yeah. But she was very clear, like when you're done with high school, you're moving on. It's mm. it's up wow. to you. Make it happen. Uh, there was no option to like stay at home or, you know, it was like, nope, you're going to school and you're out of here. And that's exactly what I did. Was she but, was she involved in the in the process of helping you find a school? And get, oh, without a go, doubt. She's okay. always been super involved in everything. My mother, I mean, my her claim to fame in my world will always be the fact that, well, first of all, she did help me go to school. She moved me in because I was um, uh, in a sorority and I was rushing that day. And so my mother moved me into my apartment all by herself because I was at rush. She didn't have anyone to help her. She's such a hoss that way. I love her. And then whenever I decided after I graduated from college and we I moved to Hollywood, she and me and my ex-husband and my dog, we all went out and she slept in the bathtub in my tiny Hollywood apartment for a week before we could get a bed, we, before we wow. could afford a bed. So my mom is like, she's in it to win it, but she's also not messing around. She's like, off you go. It's your turn now. <laughs> And I don't know that I'll be that way with Cody. It just you, I, you will, brutal. because it, it really is. You, you'll, you'll end up weighing what's more important, you know, mm-hmm. how how you feel as far as the connection and wanting to keep them close. And yeah. especially when they get to the point, you know, in, in another 10 years when he's grown up and become his own person, because mm-hmm. right now he's your kid. Right. But right. Right. When he gets older, he's going to be his own person. Have his, his own friends and his own experiences. Yeah, and and you can see that there's there's a path forward for them, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you you want him to succeed. You want him to go out and 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 rule the world and everything. And you know he's not going to be able to do that sleeping on your couch, right? So you'll right. you'll there's going to be you're going to want to keep him, but you're also going to want to let him go. It's that it's the great release that you got to do as a parent. Yep. Well, I'm I'm so happy for your kiddos, and I'm so excited to see what they're off to do. This is. That's a major to have twins and then release the twins is like double whammy. It's times 1000, everything we just said, I'm sure. But you did good, Papa. You did good. Thank you. Uh, You got some pretty exciting stuff going on in your favorite place on the whole wide world, though, don't you? I do. Okay, so I have my life is in a really interesting place personally, and I haven't really talked about this at all yet on the air. And I'm an open book. I always do. But um. It all sort of just happened today. So Jay and I started going to New Orleans uh, in 2015. 
So almost eight years ago was our first trip and we just fell in love with it. I've talked about it a million times. Everybody knows it's like my soul city. Uh, And for the last several years, we really decided that we wanted at some point to own a piece of the French Quarter. That just feels like where we should be, um, at least part time. And so when we were there in April, it was just Jay and I for the first uh, time in a long time. We didn't have Cody, so we had time to just sit on a balcony and dream and wish and talk about our future. And we decided at that time that it's time. So the last um, six weeks, we've been looking at houses and we found one and we officially closed as of today, as of wow. a few hours ago. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. It's it's pretty wild. I mean, uh, to just, you know, being totally frank, it's tiny. It's not like it's a house in the quarter. It's a condo <laughs> in an old 151 year old, uh, old sort of mansion. Um that is split into multiple properties. Um, so, but it's all we need, you know, it's 650 something square feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically one open room, living room, kitchen, uh, a nice bathroom, big bathroom and a bedroom. So with a cot for Cody, it'll sleep five because we're getting a sleeper sofa. So <laughs> fully expect us to have a New Orleans Soundwaves episode at some point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Without question. It's required right? by law. Yeah, 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 I know. Exactly. So, you, so yeah, any, it's surreal. Did you get any vibes when you were walking through? We haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh wow. Can you believe it? I so, mean, so, could, so it could be haunted, but you don't we, know. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's New Orleans, so it kind of. Yeah. It's in New Orleans. It's in the quarter. It's in the oldest part of the quarter. Um, it's 151 years old. So the odds of something crazy happening in there and it being haunted are like, you know, pretty much yeah. a million percent. Yeah. Hashtag um, haunted. Yeah. Hashtag very fucking haunted. Excuse my language. <laughs> um, so I'm sure it is. But. It's uh, yeah, we've seen it, but we haven't seen it. We haven't walked in. So here's a weird. This is a very cosmic story. This is such a chastive moment. And I hate talking about myself in third person, but you'll see what I'm saying. So we're there. And when we were there in April, we did go into a couple of open houses and look at places and really start diving in. But we didn't see this place. So we came home, we're on Zillow, we're looking at all the places, found a real estate agent, and we we looked at like 10 different spots and liked it a lot of them, and and but it didn't feel right. We walk into this one, she walks in, it's all, everything's on FaceTime, right? So Kate, who's the greatest real estate agent on the planet, she walks in and she's like her and I both at the same time, and I have this on video because I screen recorded the whole thing. Her and I are both like, oh, like I, I felt it from here. I was like, oh my God, this is the one. And she had just walked in the front door. So we get done and she's like, Chasta, I don't know. I feel like this is it. I'm getting all the good, good vibes, good energy. She's very much like me. And I go, I hang up the phone and I said, Jay, I go, that place looks so familiar to me. I have no idea why, but it just, I feel like it's familiar. And for shits and giggles, I just open up my phone and I start going through pictures and video and I shit you not. I did a random as all hell video on a carriage ride. Jay and I always do the carriage ride to the quarter. And I started it on that front door. Wow. Really? Of all places in the French Quarter, I could have done a video. It's our house. Amazing. How weird is that? How weird at all. I think it's perfect. And I just remembered, I was like, I remember that it has a purple door. And I remembered that purple door. It's on our favorite street in the quarter, which is Royal Street. Um, and so I just was like, yeah. And so, and it's, it's at a great location for people who love spooky things in history. Uh, it's on the same street. Do, do you guys watch American Horror Story? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so the building and the woman that inspired that yeah. is block and a half down. Oh no, kidding! Wow. Yeah. Oh nice. I mean, nice. yeah, it's uh, it's got some crazy juju going on in that area. So, anyway, it's done. We're going down at the end of June to get it all ready because we'll be renting it out, um, Airbnb style. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's that's exciting news. <laughs> Congratulations! Outstanding. Thank that's you. great. Very, Very excited. Uh, and then on the other side, because, you know, life always likes to keep things interesting uh, <laughs> with good comes weird. And I mean, I don't want to say bad. I don't want to over dramatize. But uh, last week, a uh, week and a half ago, I got diagnosed with skin cancer uh, out of nowhere on my face. <laughs> Yay. Um, on my temple, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that had been there for two or three years uh, since right before COVID. And I would go in once a year, have an e-visit or whatever, and they would look at it. And this dermatologist I would go to would just, like, oh, it's an age spot. Never really looked at it. Never really took it seriously. Just told me, you know, I was getting older. You'll have these age spots and whatever. So a couple weeks ago, I go in for Cody. He had a rash from our hot tub. And we went in and I just casually said to him, can you just take a look at it? This is a different doctor, different dermatologist. And this is key. This is why you should always be your own advocate. Always, always, always. I said to him, hey, this bothers me and it changes color and it changes texture and I don't feel good about it. And he was like, yeah, sure. I swear to God, he looked at it for less than five seconds and goes, pretty sure that's skin cancer. Mm. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, we need to biopsy it today. And I was like, okay. So poor Cody. I mean, it was a little bit traumatizing for him because they like put a needle in my skull (laughs) and slice a piece off. And Cody's just like, (laughs) Wow. You know, it was it was a lot that day. Uh, But anyways, they biopsied it. Uh, As you know, Steve, you just went through something similar like this. Mm -hmm. It takes two weeks, which is excruciating. uh, And then you get back the news. And so it's basal cell carcinoma, uh, which, as my doctor put it, if you have cancer, this is the one you want. Mm. Uh, because it doesn't attach to anything internally. It can just grow on the skin. The only problem is, is it can grow into the skin. And so you don't know how deep the roots are until you go in. Mm -hmm. So that's the funky part on your face because your face is so thin. It's thin skin. There's not much to pull from. Um, So I go in tomorrow for surgery and we'll see what it's like. So they take a slice off. It's called Mohs surgery. Um, And it's they only do the surgery in this uh, office once a month. And so they take a slice and then they process it in the lab in real time. So you have to wait. Um, That takes about an hour and a half. And then they see how much more they need to go. They go in, they take another slice, process it, and they do that until it's all gone. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I get my face sliced into tomorrow. So by the time you hear this, I may be Frankenstein. (laughs) Right of Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Bride of Frankenstein. Thank you. You're right. You sent me a um a, a gift the other day of Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> and I will play out proudly rock that shit. You know I will. I'll make I'll make it good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we we'll so just funny. We, see what we'll do though is we'll we'll table this conversation until we find out for sure because you end up with some big badass scar, we'll just say you got in a bar fight or something. Right, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't post this until we know. And then we'll right. make up a week. Got in a bar fight in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I know, right? That's I, good. Yeah. That's good. I know. I think it's good. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll we'll see what I end up looking like. It's so funny how people because you guys are always very sweet, but also you can mix with humor and like the Frankenstein thing you sent me was really cute. And like, I totally appreciate that because that's my style. And it's interesting how other people in your life, they deal with this. My best friend, Mm -hmm. Gianna, freaked out 
freaked out. She was like, I'm taking the day off work. I'll drive you to and from. I'm like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> this is not, it's not that. Right. We're not there. Yeah. So as as Dennis always says, settle down, Beavis. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate her. I concern. almost just said that right now. Yeah, I, I took the words out of your mouth. I appreciate her concern, but she's always like at level 11 when it comes to stuff like that, which is very sweet. Lamont, one of my other best friends on the uh, flip side of the coin was like, oh, you might have to get a skin graft. And I because that's what they told me. If they go too deep, then they have to take skin off my neck. And it's a whole thing. And he was like. I will fully give you skin off my testicle if you want to. That's very kind of him. And I was like, wow, that is really that's the the range of my friendships. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate every extreme and everything in between. So it's fine. So he's been calling me uh ball sack face for the last week, right. knowing that this is where we're headed, you know? Nice. And that's a real endearing, daring thing. I love that. That's so that's my update. <laughs> Well, remember when we started talking about this, remember I uh, I texted you and was talking yeah. about uh, how Dennis needs to get involved in this now. Remember that? Yeah. Dennis, I'm gonna... did, did you tell him that? <laughs> no, I didn't tell him. I, I figured I... <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Gonna, th- th- this is this. I actually have it right here. This is the text that I that I sent to uh, Chasta. Um, I guess it's your turn to be subject of a Soundwaves public service announcement. If I did the heart and you're doing the head. That leaves Dennis to have something going on with his junk. <laughs> Effects of chronic masturbation? Question mark. Elephantitis of the nuts? Question mark. <laughs> then it was the world is his Rocky Mountain oyster. <laughs> so it's, so it's all on you, buddy. You're up. Laugh out of that. Oh, nice, my nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. So he was cheering me up at your expense. So hopefully that's okay with you. It's, it's oh, hey, yeah. That's I, I would expect nothing less. Isn't it amazing how skin cancer on my face has is equaled two ball jokes like from two people that I love? He very said deeply. junk. He wasn't exactly. Um, I mean, yeah. let's. Well, well I did say elephantitis of the area. Of the oh, right, right, right. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's all bad. It's as yeah, more. Yeah, it's all say, south it's all of the border. Bad. And yeah, again, I was I would expect nothing less. <laughs> right. I know. How yeah, I was, that's how we roll. I was very proud. I told Jay Lamont said that and you should have seen his face. You guys know Jay very well. And he was did not think it was as funny as I did. <laughs> no. Tell Jay I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. We all think it's funny. Yeah. He's outvoted on that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, truly like, uh, you know, all jokes aside, all bold jokes aside, uh, the PSA here is freaking use SPF because I asked the doctor, I said, God, you know, I've been the queen of sunscreen for the last 15 years. Like as mm-hmm. soon as I realized I was really aging, I got out of my 20s and I was like, oh, shit, wrinkles are real. I got to start mm-hmm. this. Then I really was very, very, very devoted to it. But before that, God, when we were kids, like in the 80s and 90s, we didn't use SPF. I never I got like second degree burns at water. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. (laughs) It's crazy. My mom, who also had basal cell carcinoma, the same thing. Hmm. She and she won't mind me saying this because like she thinks it's as crazy as I do. She used to lay out in the sun with baby oil mixed with iodine on her skin. Like literally. And that was in the 80s. That was very normal. And that's just what you did. You literally like cooked yourself. Oh, yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And I would rub it on her like while I'm swimming in the pool, I'd rub it on her and stuff. And I mean, she'd just be there roasting. So she had basal cell on her chest plate. And again, that's a really thin skin area. Mm -hmm. So she has a a scar from hers. um, And that was years ago. But yeah. So just don't be dumb. Use SPF. 
Yeah, I mean, because genetics play into it too. So, I mean, but you mm-hmm. still you got to do whatever you can. I mean, Dennis, fortunately, you know, because he's got a lot of a lot of real estate up there. But you're always wearing a hat when you're out. I try yeah. to wear a hat, man. I yeah. kind of freak out when I don't because they're like, I'll forget, and then I'll go somewhere and go, oh, this is outside. Oh, I'm going to be outside for hours. You know, yep. and it's just one of those things. You know, you you can't. I I've I've actually been in a situation where I'm like, I got to go buy a freaking hat. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, now now is the time to, you know, I mean, because I, I had my close call and you you got tagged, Chasta. So it's I know, you know, and it's one of those things. I mean, none of us are getting any younger either. So, you know, you right. get a uh, get a moisturizer that has the SPF in it and you just put it on in the morning, you know. Yep. Absolutely. Just, mm-hmm. just get in the habit of doing it hmm. and mm-hmm. because because now I'm going to because I figured I dodged a bullet and that's great. But then if, you know, if the the almighty Chasta Gets hit. Skincare yeah. queen. How much irony is it? <laughs> I spend half of my paycheck at Sephora with skincare. Mm. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I looked at the guy. I was like, this is just bullshit. Like, I, <laughs> I spend so much money on my skin and I now I'm going to have some freaking scar. What are you going to do? I'm very on trend, though. Uh, I saw the Kardashians. Chloe Kardashian just had skin cancer taken out of her face. So I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm a trendsetter. What can I okay, say? So so <laughs> do you really have skin cancer or are you just I know, right? I'm just using this to get us press. No. OK. Oh, there you go. Edit, there you edit go. that part out. Can I, can I write a real clickbaity headline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write the most douchery, clickbaity headline. That'll be the most views or listens we've ever had. How gross that be. discloses a dangerous uh, diagnosis. Click here to find out. Something like that. How the world works, that will be the one that hits and how gross. But yeah, and and then just make sure to add Lamont offers his testicles. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll uh, have pubic. Chasta has pubic hair growing out of her temple. Get that little curly pigtail. Going on. <laughs> I have to whenever I get my eyebrows waxed, I have to be like, "Can you get on the side here? Can you pluck those pubes for me?" Thanks. <laughs> See, you got to have a sense of humor about these things. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but going in for a hug and you smell like Lamont's balls. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh my God, Giselle! If you're taking a clip of this to put on the internet, make sure it's that one right there. Wow. <laughs> Special oh, yeah. guest on Soundwaves TMI, Lamont's balls. <laughs> Lamont will be very proud his balls made it to our podcast. I'm just here to say. See? Nice. nice. Aren't you glad you asked what's been going on? <laughs> well, I got nothing. My life is boring. I mean, uh, I'm just sitting here editing. And I... <laughs> hey, Well, in comparison, at least you're not maybe going to have balls on your face. So, you know, it's a good thing to be boring sometimes. That's what you want. Right? Yeah, I was just, I'm waiting he for doesn't even have a response to that. I'm just, I'm looking at I, this. There's, there's just so many, so many I ways know, to go with I that, know. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Soundwaves TMI featuring Dennis Willis, Stephen Kirk, and yours truly, Chasta. The part of the announcer was played by Kelly Ogden. Soundwaves TMI is presented in part by the Longboard Bar in Pacifica, California, a world-class music venue and neighborhood bar all under one roof. Please like and subscribe to Soundwaves TMI wherever you're listening from. Please consider helping us continue our mission of lifting and supporting independent music and the Bay Area music scene by becoming a Soundwaves patron. In exchange, you'll be the first to see and hear weekly shows such as Soundwaves TV, Soundwaves FM, and the Soundwaves TMI podcast, as well as exclusive content, of course. Just go to patreon.com slash Soundwaves TV. For all things Soundwaves, follow us on social media at Soundwaves TV or go to SoundwavesTV.com. <laughs>